Hello and welcome back to Yikes a Movie. I'm Caleb. I'm Erica. And I feel like maybe we're, are we obligated to make some sort of like wax on, wax off joke at the top? Mm. Or sweep the leg. Hey guys, welcome back. We're going to sweep the leg with this episode. Oh man, you better get ready to wax. Get ready to wax. (laughs) I like that. If it isn't obvious, which it should be, you should have been felt like you just got hit in the head with a hammer of how obvious this is. Uh, today's episode is about. Can we say it together? Sure. <gasps> the, the Karate, Karate Kid. Kid from 1984, directed by John G. Alvison. Alvidson. I'm sure. just going to. You it's know fine. what? If his name comes up again, guys, I'm probably going to mess it up. Fine. Alvidson. Alvidson. He also did uh, the first Rocky movie. You know, I don't think I've seen any of those. Maybe Rocky 2. Eventually, I think Stallone took over directing. You've never seen any of them? I don't think so. I mean, like, I know there's, like, I've seen things probably in my childhood. I don't think I ever saw the full movie, but I could have. But I don't. There's no memory of any of it. They're fun, but I... If I was going to say to someone, hey, you should watch Rocky, I would I would say give the first one a shot. And it's that came out in the 1970. 1976. Hmm. That's actually a lot earlier than I thought. Interesting. So if you want to, I was thinking we could just kind of do our general thoughts on the Karate Kid before we get into the into the weeds how do you feel about this movie i really like it i don't remember like it wasn't one that we watched a lot i know i saw it in my childhood but it wasn't a childhood movie that we saw all the time Uh, and then rudy our daughter began a love affair with it when she was younger so i saw it a lot and then when we just watched it last night that was the first time i feel like i've seen it in quite some time I don't know. It's not like life changing, but it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I don't have an, a nostalgic connection to it. You can't really grow up in the 90s, especially, and not know The Karate Kid, but I don't think I watched it as in its entirety until I was an adult. But yes, definitely through Rudy's love of it. That's where I really started to enjoy it. How old do you think she was when that kind of obsession started? Three? Yeah. Old threes. All right, well, let's just get right into it. I have some notes right at the top. During the opening credits, there's this whole sequence of them driving across the United States from Newark, New Jersey to Fresno. And it's like you don't see them up close ever. It's all these like really far away wide shots. And there's like ADR of them talking. But I really doubt that's either the mom or (laughs) Ralph Macchio. It's California. Here we come. Like this kind of, it's probably the cheesiest part of the whole movie. But it's still charming. Then when they get to the apartments, then they meet that old lady that, she was from New Jersey. They meet her right away. 
and she's got that little dog. And they do this thing that is kind of like a screenwriter thing where Daniel is like, I'll be right back. And then he goes upstairs and gets the dog a bowl of water and brings it back. So it's like we as an audience are like, oh, this kid's a really nice kid. He's good. He didn't, no one asked him to do that or whatever. That was really kind. And I feel like the way they do it and the way Ralph Macchio performs in his performance through the whole movie is kind of a microcosm of his what he's going to be like for the rest of the movie is he's so natural. Like, mm-hmm. I totally believe it. Like, it doesn't feel, like, contrived or, or like, oh, they want me to think this kid's a good kid. Like, I have no doubt that he is a good kid right mm-hmm. away. He's just so natch. Then the next thing I have is just uh, Miyagi's intro, which is great when he's asked to go ask about the faucet mm-hmm. that's spraying everywhere. And Miyagi just can't be bothered. He's already doing the... They introduce him with the chopstick thing, which is fun. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's one other time that we see it before the scene where Daniel does it. Trying to catch a fly with the chopsticks. Right. Yeah. And I just love when he's like, well, when are you going to fix it? And he says, after. And he's like, after what? And he's like, after, after. Mm -hmm. That's a really funny introduction yeah literally every person in this movie is perfectly cast the kids especially just seem like themselves times whatever i'm sure johnny isn't really a jerk in real life but i feel like the other cobra kais they seem like they're having a lot of fun being jerks so I don't know if maybe that was a they have like at least some competitive edge to them or something like that that they're just tapping into, but like everybody seems like they're like tailor fit for this movie. They, well, yeah, they all do a very good job. Mr. Miyagi is perfect. Oh yeah, Pat Morita is is dynamite. He's perfect. So now in the movie they're kind of hanging out on a beach. And this is where we meet Allie with an I. Yes. And this is my very first note that I wrote last night. And it just says, the uncomfortable stares on the beach. <laughs> it, I, it does not matter how many times I see it. It makes me feel... <laughs> and it's not just him either. I mean, like she's staring at him. It's not like, oh, he feels creepy and predatory or anything. No, they're just like locked in. And I get it, and it's cute and charming and everything, but oh boy. It's to me, it's more like a editing choice. Like, why'd you hold these shots for so long? They're just staring for so long. <laughs> I hate I it. I don't... And I'm not that person that like like eye contact makes me uncomfortable. No. At work, sometimes. Sure. Side note. Like, seriously, when... A customer and they just like and you're like and, and it's not just me too because there's a lot of people that'll go into the headpiece and be like oh my god they had the most uncomfortable eye contact <laughs> it's awful that reminds me of like you ever have it where you're at a restaurant and like every time you look up you just happen to be sitting like at a perfect angle where you're directly across from somebody else at another part of the restaurant and like you keep both of you keep accidentally 
looking at each other. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the way they look at each other, it, it definitely isn't like, aw, they're cute and hot for each other. It's <laughs> like, all right. No. It, Enough it's already. A, I just think it's, yeah, it's just like a, you guys lock eyes, and then they did it. And then for some reason when, and I think Alvinson was one of the editors as well, but they just chose to hold on to it for so long. It's a weird choice. Yeah. It's like, no, it's reading. We get, yeah. we get it. The, you know, the only thing I have at the beach is later after the Cobra Kai's come and they beat up Daniel for talking to Allie is that the friends that Daniel came with, because he goes, he gets invited to go with a guy he met at the apartments, who, by the way, I always forget this. He has a shirt on with two pigs, like two cartoon pigs having sex, and underneath of it, it says, Macon Bacon. Ew. I know. I always forget it, and then every time I'm like, what's his shirt say? I'm like, ugh. But anyway, yeah, so, like, they don't even help him up when he gets like yeah. his face like in the sand, and they're like they even say something like "cool friend" or like like mm-hmm. thanks for bringing him or some like shitty thing, and then they just leave. They're jerks. They don't deserve to be in the movie. No, not at all. My next note literally just says, "I love Mr. Miyagi." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what sparked that but let's just make sure that's known yeah so Daniel comes home or we see him the next day and he's eating breakfast with his mom and he's got the sunglasses on and it's just one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is when he's trying to leave and the mom's trying to just take off your sunglasses because she knows something's wrong but she's doing it in a way where it's not like why won't you talk to me? She's just like, come on, take your sunglasses off. And she says, I want to see your baby browns. That makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I I love it because it's just like a, it's like a mom thing. Like it's stupid. That's why it's funny. Well, too. I mean, his reaction is. And he goes, my baby browns. My brown, ma. Yeah. Like I love his improv in the movie, and you can always kind of tell when he's adding to it. But a lot of it is him just repeating what the person said. Yeah. But in, like, kind of disbelief or, like, oh, come on, ma. But, you know, it's probably natural. And she says, what, do you want something? And he goes, yeah, I'm on Minute Maid. That mm. makes me laugh, too. That's funny. You don't like that one <laughs> no, either? No, I don't. <laughs> so then he goes to the school, and then he's... I don't know if it's like, is it like he, he arrives on his bike and then they are all outside. So I don't know. Is it like a before school starts? Mm. Everyone's just playing outside waiting for the bell to ring or? No, I don't know. But no, I think, uh, I'm, I feel like I think that he's there. Maybe it's like after school, and then he just like took his bike from the bike part and rode it around to there. Oh, okay. Because she says to him later, "Sorry about the tryouts or something like that, something like that." To where I believe that he was trying out for the soccer team. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. 
And she, so, and they're there like cheerleader practice or whatever, right? Which right. would usually happen after school. I had a question for you. Lay it on me. What do you think of Allie with an eyes? She's wearing a sweatshirt, mm-hmm. like a hooded sweatshirt, I think. And the sleeves are cut off. Mm-hmm. And she's got a green t-shirt with those sleeves sticking out. And I was just curious what you thought of that fashion choice. I love that fashion choice. I love it too. I would wear that. You should start doing that. That'd be fun. I have a lot of hoodies. I know. I actually was just thinking I need to get rid of some of these hoodies. Maybe I just need to cut some of their sleeves off. That would save space in my closet. <laughs> hey, two <laughs> sleeves? That would that would help. Every little bit helps. Now I'm at John Kreese's dojo. How do you feel about him? I I think the character is I wrote one degree over one degree under of being over the top. Like he's almost just too villainy, but he's not. That's really funny cuz th- this is further but it's applicable. I wrote a note that says the way the bad boy karate teacher threatens Mr. Miyagi is so disrespectful and over the top because the whole thing with karate. Oh, you mean like later when? Yeah. yeah. When they, when they go there together and then he's like, right. Whatever. Even as a bad guy in karate, there's still these like fundamentals that are like, you know, respect and like especially i just feel like in that in like the karate culture kind of there's like a respect your elders and he's and he probably doesn't know that mr miyagi's like kind of like a master (laughs) but like i don't know i just felt like so like that is in agreement with like it's it was yeah i think i do feel though with john crease that character i feel like he's like appropriating karate more than he is I'm teaching this because I respect this and it's not just because he's a white character obviously Daniel's a white character and appreciates it and loves it for all the right reasons but like I feel that way with him because they make a point of when they first introduce him Daniel looks on the wall and he sees like this Vietnam he's Mm -hmm. like celebrating and holding his gun and he's been in the Vietnam war and and then it's it's in part two at the beginning. Starts immediately after mm-hmm. that tournament. And I don't think that they're just trying to lean into it as a secondary choice. I think it's an extension of where his character was in the first one. And I actually think that this ending was written then or something and they cut it out of the movie or something. But anyway, he calls Mr. Miyagi like a racial slur. And so I think part of his disrespect of Miyagi is clearly like race related. And so it does seem over the top and stupid because that's racism is, you know. So that could be part of it. But I also think it's kind of that guy's performance is a little, little much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, just teeters on being too much. Oh, but while they're in that dojo, that's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie, is when Daniel's, like, looking in, and he's like, okay, a karate dojo, cool. And then everyone bows Mm -hmm. to reveal Johnny at the Mm -hmm. front, and Johnny's face 
the smile when he recognizes yeah. him is just perfect. It's perfect. The way he reacts and the way I think Daniel says, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, he's just, I mean, yeah, I think he says it, but even if he doesn't, like his face says it. Like, it's, it's so perfect. I love it. My next note is just, I hate this bike. Mm. That's so sad. That fall looks so good. Like when, I don't know if it's Ralph Macchio does the stunt down the hill or not, but it looks like it hurts so bad. There's a, there's a moment where he's telling his mom that how unfair it is that they moved here without, you know, his say or, or knowing how he felt about it or anything. Like all that stuff's really good. But there's a line that I wrote down where he says, it just sounds like, because how old do you think he is in the movie? He's 16, because he gets his license mm-hmm. later, so I'm assuming he's 16. Um, but where he kind of becomes, you know how like a teenager, they have moments where like you kind of become like a littler kid again when you're like really upset or, you know, you kind of like regress. And I just feel like it's a, a little bit of regression because he's like, he's like, I want to go. I don't even understand. He's like, I want to go. I don't understand the rules here. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's such a heartbreaking way of putting it. Like it's just like, it's just as a parent watching it. I don't know if I would have even thought of it as a kid watching it, but as mm-hmm. a parent, I'm just like, oh, what do you say? Because you can't even say anything. You don't. Yeah. There's no way of. Like defending that, or yeah, or and like, like we'll figure he, it out when know? he's mad at his bike. That's such a real thing too, because your bike has nothing to do with it. You don't hate your bike, yeah, but you're just so you're just so mad at the world. Like yeah, when we were watching Rudy, she's like, "Why is he doing that to his bike?" I was like, "Well, it's, it's not really about the bike." Yeah, you know, yeah, that subtext is hard for a little kid. Yeah. So my first like. Real note on Miyagi after the after after part is just how not only is it played very well, but I really honestly feel like, especially for the 80s, that they did go out of their way to be culturally sensitive. And like, I think they even lean more into it in part two, but like. He isn't from Japan or China. He's from Okinawa. And, like, I feel like Okinawa is not a country that you even hear very much about in film. And then he even says that karate comes from China. So it isn't like... The movie isn't just conflating all Asian culture. Like, they make... Even just with simple lines of dialogue for 1984... Mm -hmm. A time when it wasn't uncommon still to have what they call yellow face, where you have white people wearing horrible makeup that this movie seemed to be trying to make a point. And I wonder if that was just something that was written that way. I know the guy who wrote the movie was very in, like, he was really into Asian culture and karate and all that stuff. But I wonder if Pat Morita had any influence on Miyagi and where that dialogue went. I don't know. Well, speaking of him and the whole bike thing, I 
we might not be at this part of the movie, but his bike at the top of the stairs, all fixed. Like, even the 15th time watching it made me tear up. Yeah. That will never not get me. And uh, not only is just the sentiment sweet, Ralph Macchio's reaction, his face, he just sells it so well Mm because he doesn't overdo it. It's pretty subtle, but he's got that, like, little kid can't help but show how happy you are, too. Like, it's really well done. Uh, the next thing, the next note that I have just says all the Halloween stuff. Yeah, well, that's funny because I wrote the costumes at this dance are all so great. They're all great. Yeah. There's nothing like, I don't, there, I don't know, there might be. I wasn't really paying attention to everybody in the whole background, but like, they're just like all original. There's not like, you know, I don't know what you would see in real life. I also have they are so cute in the shower. Oh yes. my god. So yeah, Miyagi builds the uh shower so Daniel can't be seen. One, that's just an awesome concept whoever yeah. the writer whoever it's, came it's up a with that. Absolutely precious costume. I also wrote that I love the the Cobra Kai skeleton outfits. Yeah, they're great. And I love their like hive mind mentality like we all have to dress the same. Yeah. And then I have Rudy's favorite line of the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. So Daniel says, when they're in the shower curtain dancing together, well, what goes around comes around. And then he plays the prank on him where he makes the hose pour water on Johnny's head while he's lighting up the, I'm assuming it's a... Joint. A marijuana a joint. <laughs> a marijuana cigarette. Um, and then he comes running out of the bathroom and he's like, it's coming around. I remember at the townhouse having to, we were like, what is he saying? And we had to rewind it and like mm-hmm. turn it up to figure out what we were saying. But now Rudy just, she, she would just say it all the time. Not even when we were thinking about it. It's coming around. Or she'd say, I'm, I'm coming around. <laughs> I'm coming around. And uh, this note that I have is something that you said out loud. Is so Daniel runs out of the Halloween dance because all the bad guys are chasing him or whatever. And Daniel runs into the parking lot and causes a three car collision. <laughs> and you're like, That's a three car pileup, you jerk. <laughs> you were so like concerned about it. And that's when Miyagi comes and beats up a bunch of teenagers. The way that Johnny goes into the fence with the move that he was about to do. Yeah. Like, that literally could have killed Daniel. Oh, yeah. Well, no mercy, they say. <laughs> uh, I think, honestly, like, this is a almost perfect movie for me. I just think what they're trying to do, what they're in, and they're making the exact movie that they want to make. And there's only a few things in it. That are just beyond goofball, and the one, and the one part where they show Daniel's point of view and he's laying down on the ground hurt. Yeah, and they show Miyagi fighting the, and he's like, because he's like, you know, I get it. Like you kind of want to have that shot because you're just like, I don't even know who's saving me right now mm-hmm. because I'm so out of it, getting beat up. 
but it's like this like horrible hazy effect mm-hmm. like in Daniel's point of view in a movie that doesn't even have point of view shots. Right. I don't even think there's been a single through Daniel's eyes shot <laughs> leading up or after that. Right. So it's a little jarring. Also, to make sure that Daniel gets that now he sees it's Mr. Miyagi is doing karate. Mm -hmm. They have him in this pose. Yeah, yeah. In a karate pose. It's like, I mean, he's aware that everybody's down now. He doesn't need to stand in that pose. (laughs) (laughs) So, so over the top. My next note says, Daniel dresses so cool. He does have some good fits. I can't stand it. It makes me want to wear everything that he has on. The next thing I have is the introduction of Miyagi's house. We're seeing it. And then it's kind of like a crane shot as we're going in. And then like it reveals all of his cars. He's got some beautiful cars. I think I wrote killer cars. Hmm. I'm not sure where this happens in the in the line, but I've got two notes kind of right next to each other. This makes me long for autumn. Uh, yeah. Everything is kind of set at that time period, and it, this isn't a bad winter. It's not freezing and snowy and hanging on, but uh, I'm ready for spring for sure. And then when I see autumnal movies, I'm like, oh, but autumn. <laughs> um, but also... And then he's at school, and he's so this is like right after they like figure out that they're gonna like fight each other at the karate ch- championship tournament, yeah, the thing. tournament thing. Yeah. And so Daniel knows that these guys can't do anything to him, so he, um, you know, is messing with them at school. And then he says to one of the teachers about the the Cobra Kai guys. We're asking him questions about it, but he couldn't explain it very well. So could this teacher explain it to them? He's the one that gets stuck with it. That's funny. It's hilarious. But my note is about loving the teacher being so passionate about the subject he's teaching. (laughs) I just love that. And I want to sit down and talk to that character for like an hour and just hear what he's passionate about. Next I have where, so Daniel and... Alley right before that teacher thing happens that's when they set up their first date yes and then so they go to the house and there's that weird kind of moment where Daniel's nervous and he keeps kicking that mm-hmm. brick yeah. and it falls off the little thing on their porch and the dad says to the mom I thought you were going to get that fixed and she's like I, I was I, I am I will yeah and it's like ugh. Is that how it is at their house? And then the reveal that his mom is in the car. I always forget. Like, I think Daniel just rode his bike there or walked there or something. Oh, yeah. But she's just sitting in the car, and uh, she's so precious, just, like, leaning over. Hi! That's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah. I, wrote, I literally wrote there, Mom is best. I love it. And then, but also the whole car situation would have been so mortifying but it's mm. also so wholesome it like won't start but it just happens all the, that's just what yeah. they do they know that they know they have to we when i was a kid we had a car that 
my mom named Betsy. Mm-hmm. Come on, Betsy. I just remember like <laughs> there were certain things that just happened all the time and we I would never feel like, oh, I'm worried we're gonna be stuck in this parking lot. I knew it would start. I knew my mom knew what she had to do to make it happen, you know, and like that's yeah. just what they do with this car. But of course having it happen right then when he just met these parents and they have to get out and like push it. Oh, it would be just mortifying. And what I love about it too though is how she's like Nice to meet you, Allie. And then one second later, like, okay, do you know how to drive a stick shift? Like, she's immediately like, because you're going to help us do this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what I love is that Allie is, like, excited and, like, she thinks it's charming. Yeah. The parents are up there judging. And that's kind of, like, similar to Daniel at the beginning wanting to give water to the dog. The fact that. Allie is in no way turned off by this situation and if anything is like feels charmed by it immediately it's like oh she's a really good person yeah here's my question for you oh okay what are your thoughts on teaching karate through doing chores I don't think that Mr. Miyagi was like abusing his power or like taking advantage of Daniel necessarily like consciously I don't think he thought to himself uh huh I'm going to get all this stuff done for free, not through my own body. Uh, but I don't I don't think right. it was necessary. I, I think, think it, he could have yeah. done five minutes of waxing and then <laughs> said, this is how we can translate this to karate. I'm putting you through all this stuff because really I'm teaching you about patience and yes. how important it is to work hard. So I get all of that, mm-hmm. but... It, there is something at the heart of that where it's just like, but is that, you could just teach him some moves. I love that through all of it, especially towards the beginning, Daniel's just like, okay, because I think he, he in his head is just like, all right, I'm clearly I'm not getting this lesson for free. He wants me to help him out. I'll do it. So it actually takes him a while to like really lose his patience with it. Yeah. And I... I really love that, and that he's he wants to do a good job. And uh, at the point where he finally loses his patience, it's justified. And that's obviously the point where Miyagi wanted him to be, because if he didn't, if he hadn't gotten that far, the lesson of how this stuff actually helps, because he's building arm strength, he's building endurance, and all that stuff. It just wouldn't have worked. So it actually is really well done. I just think the whole concept of chores to karate is it only kind of works in the movies, but they make it work. I love my next note because all it says is spaghetti on those white clothes. Mm. And it's where Daniel goes to pick up Allie at. I think it's a country club. Yeah, it's like a country club sort of thing. And they're dancing and he sees. Johnny, she's kind of been put in this position where she has to dance with Johnny. And then Daniel sees, and then Johnny sees that Daniel's there, so he kisses Allie just to upset Daniel. And then Daniel's looking through, the because he had come in through the kitchen, (laughs) and he's looking in, and then the guy runs into him with a plate of spaghetti, or a big pot of spaghetti, and it's just... Daniel's wearing a red jacket, and then, like, a white... 
t-shirt and white pants. I'm like, they could have did the same thing if he just had a white shirt or white pants. It's a good looking outfit. Are you kidding me? And he's about to go on a hot date. Oh, it's a lot of white. It is a lot of white. It's funny. So uh, Johnny is forces like it's not like, you know, from Daniel's point of view, it looks like they're kissing. But yeah. as you mentioned, Johnny sees him, so he forces a kiss. Yeah. Now Daniel gets up after the spaghetti incident and runs away. So he doesn't see Allie slap Johnny for the forced kiss. And I, this has nothing to do with the movie, but um, I wrote down, because Rudy was watching it with us last night, and <laughs> after Allie slaps him, Rudy said in the most sassy voice, you should have done that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. So then that causes, this is kind of, a, I like this because it makes more sense why Daniel would find Miyagi this way. But Daniel, upset, is no longer going to go on a date. So then he goes to Miyagi's house to like decompress and tell him about it. And that's when he finds Miyagi drunk because of it's the anniversary of his wife and son's death. Mm. And this is my absolute favorite part of the whole movie it is so beautifully acted and written and the fact that you know daniel's got these kid problems and he comes in and you know he's listening to miyagi and miyagi's so drunk that he's kind of hard to understand and and then daniel finds the the telegram that says you know your wife in a kind of a cold and unsympathetic way mm -hmm. your wife and newborn son have died or not even newborn but died in childbirth and it kind of like I think it kind of resets Daniel a little bit in that moment too of not you know oh there's a lot bigger things that can happen and um, it's really sweet then Daniel that's when Daniel finds his purple heart and mm -hmm. His uh, dog tags and stuff. The way he takes care of him, though, is so sweet. Oh, it gets him to his bed and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. And that's when we see the um, the bonsai tree uh, patch for the first time. And that will be later on Daniel's robe. And it's just such a good, like, they do a really great job in this movie too and because the movie's not afraid to take its time and they have like these great scenes but the the movie does a really good job at either setting up an event that realistically leads to another event or even just an object you're seeing it that could have just been the only time you ever see that patch it's just a beautiful patch that he has in this box of keepsakes but when it comes up later and he put and Miyagi has put it on Daniel's robe it's like it's gorgeous this is like a it's a beautiful it's gorgeous thing. but it's also like, like I just mean so the moment yeah touching yeah. yeah and so and Daniel has meaningful one of the best lines at that part I'm just gonna skip ahead but he's just like whenever you want this back just let me know mm -hmm. like and it isn't made a big deal it's like almost throwaway mm -hmm. but it's just like Jeez, okay, we get it. This kid's a good kid. You're, yeah. You're killing me here, but like in a good way. 
that scene, this is mo- film fact corner, uh, when they when they were previewing that for producers, they wanted that scene cut because they thought it it dragged the movie down. No. Yeah, and like. Elvidson like really had to fight for that. Jeez, I didn't know. And um, Pat Morita was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for this movie. And when they show, you know, they show the scenes of what it is, that was the scene they showed because it it's perfect. It's like, and it doesn't feel like, and it's weird because sometimes m- scenes like that can feel like, oh, that was a great scene, but didn't really belong in this movie with this tone. And somehow they managed to make it feel like not only is it appropriate, it wouldn't be the movie it is without it. Yeah. So then we see the birthday scene. And that's when, yeah, that's when he shows Daniel that he puts a patch on the robe. And then, and I keep saying robe, but it's probably called something else. But I'm sorry about that. And then he's like, oh, I'm late. I got to go home to my mom and. Yeah, he's like, I understand. I have a, I had a mother too. You know, mm-hmm. it's really cute. And then he gives him the car. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of the movie too. He tells him to choose. Like in another movie, that would be unbelievable. That this guy would just give him a car. But like Daniel's, like it's been months, mm-hmm. and that's the movie's kind of cool. Rudy picked up on that. She's like, I like how the movie's like at different times. Mm-hmm. Like she liked that it was at Christmas and. And before that, the Halloween scene and all that. But you don't really know, too, because it's California, so it's, like, all the same weather, mm-hmm. basically, except maybe the leaves turn. But, like, he has been doing all of this stuff in Miyagi for so long, so... And their relationship is so strong, so you totally buy that he would give him a car. Yeah. And he's so touched, and he doesn't want to do it. And yeah. Then, uh, Mr. Miyagi, because Daniel wouldn't pick it first, and Mr. Miyagi said her old man's feelings or something yeah. like that. It's so, so sweet. But then I think this is when Daniel's sitting in the car, but he said to Mr. Miyagi, you're the best friend that I've ever had. And Mr. Miyagi says back to him, you're pretty okay too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and it just made me tear up so much. It's so sincere. Then yeah. So he asked the car now and he's picking up Allie. Or no, he goes to see Allie because she's at uh, golf and stuff, mm-hmm. and she won't talk to him because like he misinterpreted the thing, and he should have known better that she wouldn't just. But at the same time, like, well, Daniel saw what he saw, and whatever. So they're both kind of in the wrong, but whatever. And so they make up, and they start kissing, <laughs> and it is a perfect. Teenager kiss, and I don't think it was like, all right, guys, now kiss awkward. I just think it's just the way it is. But like, Dan- I wrote, Daniel eats Allie's face while kissing. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Well, my note from this part of the movie just says, what song is playing in the background when they're in the arcade? Oh, yeah. You so I ended it. up looking it up and I found it. It's not, I didn't have to like do detective work or anything, but it's called Young Hearts by Commuter. And then I read, like, a little bit, and they, they didn't, like, they're not, like, easily findable, like that band. Yeah, I didn't. I'm just gonna, we're not gonna get any uh, 
copyright trouble here. Oh, God. I like that, the synthesizer. Just give it one more second. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's in my liked songs of my Spotify playlist now. Yeah, you went right to it. I did. I did not waste any time. So the next thing, because this, he even says in that scene, like, the tournament's tomorrow, you're going to be there. So mm-hmm. now it's the tournament. And the next note I have, I like the stuff when they're, like, trying to get in and Miyagi steals the belt because mm. they don't have a belt. Like, that's fun. But my next note is, Bleach blonde guy is a loony when they're in the locker room mm. and he pushes him and he's like, come on, come on. Yeah. Like the actor is just like at a hundred. Yeah. When he probably could have been at like <laughs> 60. <laughs> right. He's just ready to go. And yeah. it, it works. It isn't like terrible, but it just makes me laugh so hard every time. I'm just like. Okay, dude. Okay. We get it. And also, can we just talk about his bleached eyebrows? Why? Why? The bleach job is so bad already on his hair. Well, he's got it so bleached. And then, like, on the sides, it's, like, white. But it's also got, the, it's, like, that yellow bleach. It's awful. Yeah. And then his eyebrows are bleached. It just, oh, I hate it. But I'm going to actually back up for a second because I need to okay. mention that the way Mr. Miyagi snuck the black bell out of that bag was, like, it was almost a little sexy. Oh my god! <laughs> I could tell just by the way you're saying, is like, I was like, oh wow. And yeah, it's a it's a really it's weird movie for a woman of my age to watch because you have Daniel who's playing a 16 year old, but you know in your head that he's actually 22, 23, 22, 22, yeah. 22. And then you have Mr. Miyagi who's like you know, old 60s or 70s maybe. But there are little parts here and there where there might be a little snipper where I'll go, hmm, all right. (laughs) I have right before the You're the Best song, I think it's because Daniel just won his first match, but Allie goes, you're the best. And then it's like, (laughs) the song starts. It makes me laugh every time. So that song is done by Joe Esposito, who I don't know if he had other songs that he did. I know he was a songwriter. He wrote for like Donna Summer and whatever. And then in part two is Peter Cetera mm-hmm. doing Glory of Love. Yeah. My question for you. Yeah. What's the better song? Uh, Peter Cetera. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is a better song for sure. You're the Best was written for Rocky Three and Sylvester Stallone, who had now was at the helm, uh, didn't care for it and rejected it for um, Eye of the Tiger. Good choice. Survivor. Good, good choice. So I just think that's funny. That's like this guy who used to direct Rocky movies is now directing this other movie. Mm-hmm. And he gets the, like, reject song from Rocky Three. This movie, by the way, I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of Rocky fans. This movie is way Uh, way. better than Rocky Three. Yeah, and I know that I previously said I haven't really seen them, but 
I've been alive in this world. Yeah. I know enough. Hey, Karate that, Kid is yeah. is a winner. So I feel like it's one of the very last fights of the competition, um, but Danielle connects like really... Oh, it's the very final match. Sorry. <laughs> I should have read ahead in my own note. Um, but Mr. Miyagi, they get a close-up of him. Just It's just a maybe slight smile, but just a nod. He just nods because Daniel does a really good connect. Yeah. And it's just like... It's just the most heartwarming. Like I just want to like cry because well, he's like his dad at this. Yeah, point, yeah. And then you know Daniel doesn't have a father figure in his life, and then Miyagi lost his newborn son, mm-hmm. and it's they don't beat you over the head with that. You just know these facts, and then like by that point, you're like, yeah, he's his dad. Yeah, it's just so awesome. that that not just a one fraction of a nod just says so much i love it so in the match leading up to the big one of him and johnny i think it's so funny because we had to rewind it because i couldn't hear what the character's name was but it makes me laugh that the character's name is bobby brown Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but when he tells him to hurt him like go for it like i want you to hurt daniel whatever he says and the look on the kid's face, this Bobby Brown character, is so real. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I can't do that. You know what I mean? He's just like, You'll, no mercy, do whatever I tell you, blah, blah, blah. So then when they're fighting and it happens, the kid crawls over at like, you know, super speed and just says like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. You know, And I was like, that is such a real thing. Like they, they could have made it such a, we're the villains, we're bad. You know, the one bleach blonde guy is like a little over the top and then Johnny during after he's been humiliated at the Halloween dance is going too far. But other than those moments, like other than them just kind of like you know, puffing themselves up and trying to be cool all the time, like those kids are actually just kids at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like and they didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. They could have just made it stupid. And... But Johnny turns so fast. Well, I think it's compounded because Johnny probably feels... He already feels like they went too far with the other thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then they're in the match, and then he tells him to go for the, his bad leg, sweep the leg. And he knows that he's going to get points reducted. He knows it's bad. And it's not even about, like, winning. It's just about hurting somebody. I do think it does happen really quickly, but, like, it's somewhat believable to me that in his head he's, like... I just feel like if he was really turning... Yeah. and, And it was building up to that, then he wouldn't have even listened to his sensei. He would have just been, like... Because even when he does it, he he apologizes too. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like he wouldn't. I feel like he wouldn't have even like if if the turn yeah. had been such a. He was. It's like I'm gonna listen to him yeah. tell me to do this, but then I'm gonna go so far as to actually rip the trophy out of the dude's hands, <laughs> so that he can be the one to give it to Daniel and be like, "Yeah, you're the best." And it's like, well, I don't know. You you just. 
yeah, do that to I, him, Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, it could have been told better. I believe it. It's just they could have done a better job. Yeah. Making it more believable. And honestly, like, of all the movies that I write notes on and like a lot of my notes are negative for other things. I don't have any negative notes in this movie except for that one. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you just real quick after before that match and he's been hurt and Miyagi does his like superpower. What do you think of that? So do you are you asking me like do I think that he's really doing something or he's doing it to convince Daniel that he's real like is that or are you just saying like what do I, I don't think know. of it I uh, just what do you think of it in general Wait, Okay so when I don't remember this cuz I, I remember last night specifically hearing Daniel say to him the thing that you do but I didn't remember seeing it before what what part in the movie does he do it's it It's when he says well you mentioned the line right before it is when he says can't even move my arm when he's like sh- show me paint the fence mm-hmm. or whatever or whatever it was mm-hmm. sand floor sand floor Miyagi does it then he rubs his hands on him oh. he's like hey how'd you do that and then Miyagi just talks right over him like we're not gonna focus on that hmm. and and it's done in a it's done in a way a stylistic way where it's like it's supposed to seem like a throwaway thing right it's like one of the clever things that they do Throughout this to be whole able movie. to bring it back at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything of it. I think they did a good job with it. I think that... I think that from a... In the character's head, that might work more on soreness versus, like, an actual break. I don't know if his bone is broken, but I'm just saying, like, he is a real true injury. Right. When he doesn't go out and it's healed. Right. So I think Mr. Miyagi knows that his thing that he does can really help in real life, but for smaller things, and he knows that it's not going to really do anything, but that it'll help Daniel feel better. Right. And so that he does it, I don't think that it helps anything, honestly, except for Daniel's mental state. I think it's like the way, though, the music swells and the clap is like super loud. I've actually talked to people that were, you know, old enough to be like teenagers and saw it in the theater and were like, oh, that clap was so loud. Like, that's something that people talk about that I think as a younger viewer, as a kid, you could easily interpret that as like Miyagi has some sort of power or Mm -hmm. something. And it's only because of the way the music is so swelling and then he does it. Um, I love it. Uh. It wasn't really until maybe the last couple of viewings where I thought it kind of more what you're saying, though, where it's more of like for Daniel's benefit. Mm-hmm. If Daniel thinks it's doing something, mm-hmm. it is. And it probably felt good, you know, because he's like rubbing on, or, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of rubbing the muscle or whatever. But yes, I think of it, I've continually thought of it less as like some sort of, I don't think there's... I don't even know if the movie is really implying that it's mystical in any way, but that music just kind of suggests that at least if you're a kid and you're thinking in like simpler terms. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that um, there's practices even nowadays that um, deal with using energies to yeah. 
you know, align your chakras and whatever and stuff like that. Love that stuff. And so I don't think that they're implying he's mystical. I think that I think the music suggests that. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's almost like the music there kind of just does a disservice. They may almost make too much of a deal of it mm-hmm. to where if you're a kid is what I mean, you might interpret that as like mystical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last thing that I have other than the extremely abrupt ending. <laughs> so abrupt. Is so many, and I feel like people would be like, you guys didn't even talk about it, is it's always the conversation that the crane kick to the face is an illegal move because they do kind of mention that like blows to the head or kicks to the head are illegal. Mm. But I feel like, one, I don't care. Since he did the crane kick, he's going to use it. Um, it is weird that they would have that kind of throwaway thing, and it is even more throwaway than any of the other throwaway things that I've said where you just kind of hear that in the rules. At the be- you know, but I, the only thing like if you're gonna make that argument like, oh the whole you know it kind of ruins it or whatever internet style version of criticizing the movie where you just shit on it because of one little because of one little thing, I almost feel like maybe the referee just lets him have it because twice in a row the Cobra guys have, like, broke the rules and mm-hmm. tried to hurt him. Sure. So it's just like, just let him have it. Ignore the kick to the face. And I mean, jo- they're in a karate competition. And Johnny, <laughs> I know, but it's a deliberate... I know. Straight to the face. Like, it's not like an accident. No, 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 no. I'm arguing more about, like, the other people trying trying to hurt him. I mean, like, what are you trying to do? When you fight with karate. I know, but they're trying to, like, break his legs. Yeah, I know. And that's not the point of no, a karate. You're just trying to get points for good hits. Yeah. I feel like that, it could have a potential to kill you. If you hit somebody the with crane your kick? foot yeah. and the nose. So. Yeah. And also, I mean, Johnny gets right back up. And he's giving him the trophy. Yeah, uh, I know. I yeah, I do agree. Going back to your thing, that it's a little hard to buy Johnny's turn, but I love that he turns. I think it's good. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna be Best buddies, yeah. buddies or anything. Um, speaking of that, I really like to watch that show now. I know Rudy's really interested in watching Rudy the show. Something about it today, but I was like, yeah, ta ta ta. We gotta wait for Dad. <laughs> oh, when I was gone. Yeah. Okay, well, that wraps up The Karate Kid. I'm so glad we watched it, and I'm so glad we talked about it. It's a really wonderful movie. Yeah. And I love that it has, like, this... It's like, you know, it's not our entire immediate family, but that it has a me, you, and Rudy thing. Mm -hmm. Makes it really fun. Yeah. If I got nothing else out of this viewing about... The heartwarming story or anything like that. I do have a new, really good song. Yeah, you got a new jam out of it, so. I cannot wait to turn that up really loud in the car. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is Yikes a Movie. You can follow us on Instagram, Yikes a Movie, 
or email us if you want at yikesamovie at gmail.com. And we will be back soon. Until then, have a nice movie. Good watching. Good, good, good wa- Good watching. Good watching. <laughs> you get it. Good watching.